Good evening. My name is Rita Reis. I'm 35 years old. And today, my leadership coach would be leadership is about letting people to be their true selves. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. With so much on your plate, wouldn't it be nice if ordering food for the office were easy and reliable? My friends at Easy Cater are workplace catering pros helping you find food for everything from daily employee meals to staff meetings and special events. With Easy Cater's network of over 100,000 restaurants nationwide, you'll have a huge variety of options near you for any group size, dietary need, or budget. Your food arrives on time, as ordered, all supported 24-7 by Easy Cater's team of experts. Visit easycater.com slash leader assistant to find out more. Again, that's easycater.com slash leader assistant. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Leader Assistant Podcast. Welcome to episode 205. You can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 205. Today I'm speaking with Rita Reich. Rita is a longtime office manager and executive assistant, and she's passionate about getting things done, uh, as uh, most assistants are, Um, but I'm excited to have her on the show. Rita, welcome. Thank you so much, Jeremy, and good evening. Yeah, Um, what part of the world are you in? Portugal. Portugal, wow. And so it's it's late evening for you. Um, Exactly. A little later than me, so appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and uh, busy evening to to chat. So tell us a little bit about yourself personally. What hobbies do you have? Do you have cats or dogs or kids or all of the above? So uh, my name is Rita, as you mentioned. I'm 35 years old. Um, I, I'm a mom to a toddler, a baby boy with 20 months. Um, I have two cats. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Princess Leia. And I don't have any dogs. So uh, in terms of hobbies, I really like to go to to the cinema. Um, I really like to go to the theater. Um, I really like to to read and spend time with my family and, and friends. Awesome. And I'm assuming you're a Star Wars fan based on your cat's names. Exactly. I am. <laughs> what's, uh, what's one of your favorite books that you've read recently? Uh, one of, uh, of the, bo- the books that I read recently, I was reading the, the biopic. It's not official, but it was a biopic of Angela Merkel. I really think that she's a very powerful woman. And this this was the last book that I read. Awesome. And how did you, let's talk about your career. How did you end up being an assistant? I went to, to college and when I left, um, I went to law school. And when I, I left law school, um, I decided that it was not really what I wanted. Uh, so I took... Um, a master in event management. 
So I took the master and I ended up working in a pharmaceutical company, um, a French one, um, where I used to be an event manager and also uh, backing up the executive assistant to the general manager of the company. Um, and then I figured out that I was very good in managing, in coordinating, organizing. And this was the beginning of, of my career. Then I moved to another company. And then I moved to the company where I'm still in and where I'm, I'm almost 10 years uh, as work anniversary. And this would be pretty much the, the summary of my career. Nice. And what's been your favorite part about being an assistant? Um, honestly, Jeremy, is um, to be everywhere. Let me explain you this. As an executive assistant, I really think that we are one of the few areas that really is in all the parts of the business. Um, you have a relationship with your boss. Uh, you you have a relationship with finance, with the people team, with the functions, with everyone. And you have an helicopter view of the business, of the companies. And this is something that is truly interesting and inspirational in the end of the day. And then as an executive assistant, you really have the possibility to touch the other's lives. Um, because really... Sometimes um, you deal with all the emotional parts of your colleagues, of your boss, and, it, and it's a tough job uh, because you really need to be super focused in terms of uh, emotional intelligence to deal with so many uh, different personalities. Hmm. Yeah, well said. What, uh, speaking of emotional intelligence and soft skills, what have you done in your career and what do you continue to do and encourage other assistants to do as far as developing and cultivating and growing in your soft skills? Let me tell you my own experience that in the end of the day, it's only my own experience. Um, I do therapy for almost nine years. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and this really helps me to stay focused to look after my well-being and my mental health. And this really um, allows me to be 100% focused in my work because working as an executive assistant is really almost a 24-7 work. And we really need to have this availability in terms of our well-being, our mental health, to deal with all the different aspects of the, the role. So going to therapy really uh, is uh, a must-have for me to do my work and to be balanced and structured as a person and as a, as a professional. Mm -hmm. And obviously, doing, going to therapy for so many years, um, your soft skills really grow. Uh, when you have your path with therapy, your soft skills would be better uh, than my soft skills were nine years ago. Uh, and this is something that really helps. Hmm. 
Yeah, you know, I talk about it in my book, and I've talked about this on the on the show before. But you know, what's what's a characteristic of a very good therapy session or counseling session or conversation with a friend or interview? And uh, one of the common and key characteristics are good questions. And so if you've been in therapy for a while or even a short amount of time, you'll notice that they ask a lot of questions. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, as an executive assistant, uh, we also ask a lot of questions and there are times when we need to ask a lot of clarifying questions of the people we're working with and our executives. And um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, people will often say, you know, assistants need to read their executives' minds. And some people say, well, that's impossible. And I say, no, actually, no, it's not. If you ask somebody a question, then you're essentially asking them to share what's on their mind. And so, therefore, you're reading their mind. And so, I'm sure you've learned a lot through your time in therapy, just obviously helping yourself and, and all that, but even just how to ask good questions. Exactly. No, that's a wonder. That's a wonderful um, point to learn how to ask powerful questions. That's a, a a very good and interesting point. Yeah. So, okay, tell us a little bit about networking. How have you networked in your career, and what's what's maybe a tip for networking, whether it's internally within your organization and the admin team, or externally online in person any tips for networking for those listening you know that uh, networking is one of the things that i really find interesting in our roles and i'm a huge advocate of uh, networking let me explain you something i really think that as an executive assistant the more we network and the more we build not only our internal but also our external network the better we would be in our role because imagine if you know and you keep in touch with lots of different people when you have an issue when you have a challenge and you call someone to help you either because your executive would like to go to uh, the most fancy restaurant in town and you know that when you call them the reservations are for six months <laughs> from now um, and when you know the right uh, people, they will help you. But for this, Jeremy, we need to keep in touch. It's not only, oh, I will go to network events, I meet people, and then I don't keep the relationship. No, this is something that we need to meet people, grow the network, and keep in touch. And, and sometimes it's only texting someone, uh, calling to ask how are you? How is your family? How are you doing? So you engage, you keep in touch, you build a relationship. And then when you need something, professionally speaking, and you call this person, this person will pick up the phone and will help you. Rather than you don't keep in touch, you never talk to the person, and then you call because you need, and the person won't even pick up the phone. And I think it's super important because one of the things that I, I really find interesting as an EA is that we need to be resourcefulness um, because we need to have solutions for challenges that our execs face, that we face, that our team faces, that the, the company faces, etc. So what I do to network, 
normally I have one or two uh, lunches per week, um, either with another executive assistant in in the that works with me outside mm-hmm. of my company, um, with people that I know at an event or something like that, so I can keep in touch. And then it's interesting because I need to submit my annual objectives in my company. And one of the objectives that I put for this year was to meet 30 new people internally and externally and keeping in touch. Hmm. Um, And this this is super powerful for an executive assistant because in the end of the day, um, we are the ones that put the wheel working. So this is super important. As I like to say, executive assistants should network as a CEO. Yeah, that's great. How do you, are you an extrovert? Do you like, you like getting out and partying yes. and being? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I could tell, I could tell you're so excited about these lunches. Um, what do you, what do you say to people who are not as extroverted and maybe you're like, eh, I don't know. I kind of like, you know, being in a closet, working on things by myself. How do you encourage those uh, introverts like myself listening who have a hard time putting themselves out there to meet other people? I think for an introvert is more challenging, but everything is possible in in life. And in the end of the day, for an introvert, I think uh, it would be good if you have a person in your organization that also works as an EA, one of your peers, that is an introvert and please start engaging with with this person um start having a relationship with with this person i can give you an example one of the executive assistants that work with me in my company um she's an introvert and we get along very well and the other day she was telling me now we are arriving christmas time and you know rita i'm going um, I'm going to have lunch uh, with um, an EA uh, from a company that uh, I work with. And if it was not for you uh, really motivating me to do this, I won't go because I'm an introvert. And this is something that for me is not so crystal clear. Mm. Um, but we learn so much from, from each other because she has amazing skills that I don't have. She's super talented in terms of technical skills, um, in terms of PPTs, building presentations, in terms of Excel, in terms of all the organization, all the art art skills that are super valuable valuable, uh, in an executive assistant, um, that we are so complementary to each other, that is amazing to see. Yeah, that's great. So basically having a little bit of experience and putting yourself out there with one of your trusted colleagues and to learn from them, maybe an introvert learning from an extrovert and encouraging each other. And then that now that your your colleague is 
doing the same with others. So that's that's awesome. Exactly. And in we all learn from, from each other and no one is perfect. And as executive assistants, we gain a lot from learning with each other because each person is unique and each person brings to the table a different set of skills that are valuable for an organization. And if we work as one team, amazing things can can happen, honestly. Yeah, yeah, well said. Well, Rita, thank you so much for taking time to chat. What What's one thing that you would tell yourself nine years ago, uh, if you could go back in time and just kind of, you know, you said you've been at this company for nine years or going on 10 years. What's one thing that you would kind of encourage or, or um, inspire yourself to do or be or, or just a note uh, uh, of confidence um, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself nine, 10 years ago? I would say never be afraid to raise your hands and to have a voice. Uh, because executive assistants are the wheel that make uh, the company really work. So always speak up, always give your opinion, always raise your hand when you want something. Great, 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 great advice. Great advice. Um, I'll send it. Uh, I'll send that back in my time machine so that you can uh, you can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it would be, you know, that uh, nine years ago, um, it would be great if I would have someone saying this to me. Yeah. It would make things easier. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being on the show and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, good luck with your toddler. And yeah, is there, if somebody wants to reach out and say hi, is LinkedIn the best, uh, best place to do that? Yes, it is. It is. It is. Okay. Perfect. Well, I'll put that in the show notes, leaderassistant.com slash 205, leaderassistant.com slash 205. If you want to reach out to Rita and say hi, uh, thank her for being on the show and, and just network with her, practice some of the networking tips that she just shared. And yeah, Rita, thanks again uh, for being on the show and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you so much, Jeremy. And please keep up the good work because you are really uh, a voice that is super relevant for uh, executive assistants around the world. Please keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. I will definitely try. <laughs> please review on Apple Podcasts. GoBullows.com